Hello, and thank you so much for choosing to listen to this episode of the Gold Pill Podcast. I am Meredith, and I am here with my erudite, fantastic, artistic co-host, Amy. Hi, Amy. How you doing? Oh, Meredith. Hi. Oh. You make it so easy to come in every day. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good, girl. You know, I live on the East Coast uh, and it's very bizarre here. The weather has been just a little weird. And I know that there are much more than just the East Palestine area of um, chemical spills and nuclear plants burning. You know, that's happening like what, like 60 miles from me? Yeah. Yeah. So the situation is weird in at least like I feel that where I'm at there's a high enough elevation that I'm missing a lot of the like toxicity in the air and the water um but I don't have like I don't know I mean it's just it's kind of weird right what do you what do you think like do you and I'm not trying to minimize the suffering of the people in like East Palestine and the surrounding towns and the surrounding neighborhoods around like where a lot of this stuff is happening exactly like a bit more localized. But what do you think like after having surveilling all of the data on TikTok and Instagram about like about this and some of the chemical stuff in the water, like what do you think about it? And like, Obviously, it's not just like the short term implications. There are longer term implications with the food supply and stuff like that. So let me know. um, I just want to know what you think about it, because I haven't really actually even asked you and I wasn't even planning on asking you. But here we go. Yeah, it's weird because I kind of I see two camps emerging. I see a very concerned left and a concerned right. But I, I see more of a concerned left. Left, which is very interesting to me considering Ohio is red um and the people on the right that I see are concerned I have noticed this bizarre in my opinion um sort of perspective emerge of like how fake this is and how it's a false flag and I guess if like I'm getting my head around that in a way to really understand it I would take that to mean it's something that really happened has implications but perhaps it's being used for whatever. Yeah. I do think there is 100 and if we can go over 100% validity to the I am done using the word conspiracy to the the notion that I have very much like captured on the gold pill which is that there was an intent of the mayor of Cleveland yes. to do a 15 minute city. There okay. was an explosion that seemingly like there have been have been like that was actually fully intended. That didn't have to happen. They did mm-hmm. it um, under the premise, the pretense that they wanted to get back on the road and get the supply chain up. But it's like, come on, you know, who the fuck knows? Uh, and then when you have the actual 15 minute city being implemented. So like we have the problem reactions, like we have it all. But I would also, and I would also like to say though, in all of this, that like there is no problem, many of these people, if we do believe it's being a controlled op or however we want to perceive who is controlling that op, that uh, there are definitely ways this is being used against the people. I would suggest though, that all of these things that we are, putting on the East Palestine devastation are not simply from there as we've seen on gold pill as well. There's like 30 things on fire. You know what I mean? Like regularly. That's right. right. There's a lot, there's so many um, railroad derailments on a regular basis that when you 
when I post them, people like roll their eyes at me. Like, don't you know, like there's derailments all the time. And I go, yeah, but like, do they always have like chemical spills and do they really happen all the time? Like, are you just hearing that now the same way that people have heart attacks all the time that when they're like 30, mm-hmm. like is it that kind of way that they happen all the time? So these are the things I wonder. So yeah, I think that there's definitely, um, I think it doesn't take a genius or a theorist or anything to notice there's a pattern of events that are happening uh, between oil companies and railroad derailments and chemical explosions. And uh, I mean, and truly, government like, incompetence and like completely yeah, like ignoring is- the needs of like the American people. Can I, sorry, can I? Oh my I God, please. Totally interrupted you. <laughs> okay. Go off um, you, queen. Awesome. Okay. So, so, you know, I, I can't help but think that maybe both things can be true that um, there are like over 30 now uh, various different um, contamination, fire, explosion, whatever we're going to call it, like whether it's a train derailment or a plastic facility on fire in Florida, or even in Asheville, there was something going on like this, right? So um, there is, yeah, like there's definitely, I feel like localized effects that are quite a bit more immediate, right? And I feel that this does have, um, you know, I, Okay, so I wonder then, like, okay, so then if if that is the case, then what are people to do, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like, because, you know, I live kind of in the heart of this. I'm in the mountains of North Carolina, so I'm, like, right there, and I'm, like, thinking, okay, you know, are we just going to, like, certainly this is not the only time that this type of thing is going to occur, because for me, I feel like that we are already like in a realm that is so contaminated. Like if people knew how much like time and energy and study and money goes into creating like specific like foods and compounds and shit that like degrade our DNA or like cause cancer or whatever, like all of these chemicals are so unnecessary to even be in use to begin with. And so I guess, you know, it's hard for me to reconcile just picking up and running every time. Right. Um, right. you know, so that's one thing that I'd like, yeah, to consider. So I've been like blessing my water and I've not been experiencing any effects and I feel like I'm very sensitive to that. So I will keep everyone on the West coast and in the middle of the country posted on this. So, Yeah. I don't want to get like so deep woo about this because there's going to be definitely people listening who are going to want to turn this off. But like there is an element of knowing what's going on and not being like fixated on it. And, um, you know, because if we were to think about if we were to apply the same amount of fixation that the people applied to COVID or applied to this or applied to like literally any even fluoride right in the water, like we would get lost in the sauce um, on so many levels because it's happening everywhere. And so on some level, go ahead. No, no, I'm so sorry to cut you off, girl. But that's the thing like the... I wonder about this because I have been sharing it on my platforms, but also like trying not to overshare it 
because I feel that there is a level of, um, even though maybe there are, like I said, localized effects and then more longer, more long-term, more like, you know, countrywide effects, unfortunately, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe like this is being used as like an energy, like there's like a device or something that's like catching all of this energy that people are freaking out about the water. And then there's like that energy has to go somewhere. Right. So then it just gets sucked up into this, like, you know, whatever, like egregore or like cube or like, you know, magician mirror thingy, you know, and it's like, and so, you know, to me, I see this as like a potential because there's a lot of, of similar astrology right now to like 2020 coming into 2021. So if you think about like, how much energy was generated based on like the fear of like your neighbor and fear of everybody getting sick and everybody dying and like all of that stuff. And like that fear, I think it's kind of like maybe a similar thing, but like working upon like the truth community in a sense where like, it's like, okay, so what can we reasonably do other than do our best to purify our water? Or if you have the means, then sure, like go. But I mean, I think like at some point, like, you know, it becomes futile to just keep running. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And it's almost like there's nowhere to go. I mean, I really, feel. there's so many places there. I mean, you can, if you're re- here, it is, if you're like incredibly wealthy, like go have at it, like go to the Swiss Alps, like go get out of like the muck, sure. but it's like uh, the rest of us mud people like down here let's like people who are just like slumming it like you know 98 percent or whatever 99 percent of the world like we we get by you know what I mean and like we get by just fine and there are like here's the deal though it's like there are things that we can do that have nothing to do with our exterior and how poisonous it is that we can do kind of like on an internal like alchemical level yeah there's like um There's a lot of things I think that people can do. And I'm not saying, you know, that I have like the solution for fucking dioxins, not not even a little bit, but for myself, like, I don't know, I just feel that my soul is keeping my fucking body alive. And that's the truth of it, you know, is that that's the long and short of it is that my connection to, you know, the earth and God and my spirit and whatever is like at this point I'm convinced what animates this body after all of the health problems and shit that I've had in my life and all of the whatever so I just you know I am pretty convicted that like I can heal it whatever it is you know like yeah and you know we were talking the other day about like supplements and uh just kind of there's going to be a war on that it does seem coming up or like a real discussion around it And it reminded me of this community like in Africa, truly, that I saw on the travel channel. And like they they live off of goat meat Mm -hmm. and goat's blood and milk. And I think maybe occasionally like honey or something, you know, and it got me thinking like, well, how do they not get scurvy? And like, how are they not getting all these things? And then it reminds me like, I think that what we have been really... I know that we're all kind of, uh, we've been red pilled on the food pyramid. We know that's (laughs) bullshit, 
But yeah. I think as far as even like nutrition is concerned, I think this is where I get gold about it, right? Where it's like everyone has an individualized homeostasis. And so what is like perfect for you will not be perfect for me just because we have different makeups in our body. We have similarities, right. but on the day to day, we have differences that we have to attend to. And it's like medicine does not, Western medicine does not account for that. And I'm not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater, but like, just account for that. I always think about this when they're like putting people on this or that. And it's like, I don't know that everyone is not supposed to be like having cholesterol every once in a while, or like that cancer oh, doesn't yeah. appear in our bodies oh. from time to time as a, a response. You know what I mean? Like, and I, again, I'm not my, just to put it out there, my father passed away with cancer. So like, mm -hmm. I'm not at all saying anything absurd. I'm just, I've, I've, these are the kinds of questions I have as a free thinker, you know? Have you ever read the cholesterol myth? It's really good. And also everything that you said is such a good segue into what I want to talk about next. So go ahead. Just, Sorry. Just, I haven't read it. I know, I, I know there's like a whole theory on cholesterol, which is that it's a signal for something else, or it's like a process by which we get to a new place that mm -hmm. is actually healthy, or it's like a repairing method and we're kind of catching it in the process, right? Is that kind of what it? Yeah. Like cholesterol has a lot of different benefits for your body, for your cells. So this like lowering of your cholesterol and having high cholesterol and that being like a bad thing apparently is a myth according to some. So anyway, right. Um, but let's go into the goods girl the goods okay so today we're gonna talk about the goods of um pluto and aquarius so um yeah so you know people who listen to this pr pretty frequently know that i am a practicing astrologer and that I look at, you know, just like the various movements of the planets as they apply to the bigger picture and the smaller picture and all the pictures. And so um, Pluto has been in Capricorn. Oh, wait, actually, before I share on this, I want to share a story because well, it's not really a story. It's just something that I wanted to say. I might edit out a lot of what I just said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So. Or maybe not. Who knows? Um, so, you know, it's funny because you said that you're like, I don't know, like when we go into this Pluto and Aquarius conversation, I'm not going to know what to talk about. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Amy, if you only knew like all of the stuff that we have been talking about on our podcast and everything that you and I have been, um, you know, musing about and everything that you have been tirelessly working on Instagram about is um is connected to Pluto Pluto's transit through Aquarius and I think getting people somewhat mentally ready and like mentally equipped for exactly that because <laughs> Aquarius has to do with artificial intelligence like alien consciousness alien off-world type energies community it's uh, like you were saying that kind of like attempt to make like everybody the same in Western medicine is actually like a byproduct of the shadow side of Aquarius, which is all about conformity and like, you know, attempting to basically homogenize everything and make everything the same. Aquarius mm -hmm. is on the axis with Leo. So Leo is like, as you very well know, at this point, like the heart and, um, you know, it's like, it's the sun right it's like the center of like it's individualistic right and like 
you know, so with Leo combined with Aquarius, we have like the most perfect, like individualist collective, right? But with a lot of Aquarius, which is what we've had in the last few years with Saturn and Jupiter connecting in Aquarius on December 21st of 2020, with all of that Aquarius and no Leo really to counterbalance it, there was just a lot of like pressure to conform to a certain, um, you know, whatever, kind of a certain artificial identity and artificial life based on lies, honestly, is how it felt to me as a Leo. Sorry. Um, yeah. And so, so that's kind of like, so Saturn's been in Aquarius. Saturn has been like this sort of like social distancing type influence or like the people have like, had a lot of changes within their friendships where like, okay, you know, if you take a look at like where your friendship circle was, you know, coming into 2020 and then in December of 2020 up until now, if you, I bet you're not talking to some of the same people, right? I mean, what, what do you think about that? Oh, wow. Yeah. I call it the COVID portal. Um, I think COVID that portal. we all emerged our own way through it. I think we emerged victorious. I mean, I think that the <laughs> mindset is how you emerge yeah. victorious. And so I think that we figured that out. And I'm, I think a lot of the gold pill people figured that out. Um, And in doing that, there's a lot of boundary setting. There's a lot of like what I will and won't tolerate. There's a mm. lot of um wow why have I been tolerating this for so long like in yeah. soul searching you know what I mean and like truly digging into like the the where's and the why's I mean maybe this is my midlife crisis as well but like these are all things that everyone it's our like it's our western midlife crisis it does feel right. like you know what I mean so yeah. I think we're gonna get a little schizo especially in Pisces season it's gonna get a little wild but I'm yeah. excited I'm excited to see what happens simply because I really do feel like I am ready to see anything at this point. Um, I don't know that I am ready to experience the collective energy of anything, but okay. I am ready to personally, you know, see whatever happens, happens. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about these transits is that they open up new doors in our personal lives. And they're definitely like not limited to what happens in the world. And honestly, like there were a lot of people that hopped on the positive side of the Saturn and Aquarius transit and did what they were supposed to do, which felt like a like sort of like higher calling of sorts or like a um, there's there was a a discipline that had to come in at some point as far as like managing maybe some of the collective energies and, you know, prioritizing like what you as an individual through that has going on and then being able to access some of the spiritual components of that. I think that honestly, I mean, people want to talk about like the new age and oh, la 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 5D, but actually like the people that I know that are like going to those places and expanding into those realms are disciplined as fuck they're disciplined when it comes to their spiritual practice they're not like just sitting and hoping that it comes to them and I include myself in that you know this is like a, for, it for years you know like yeah that's what's up you know like but realizing yeah. oh wow that's what this is like it's wild and I think that that spiritual discipline too like 
is something that we need to kind of like step forward with and continue because I think we're all kind of seeing like the fruits of that after like putting that in and it's not actually too late I think to jump on that train with Saturn moving into Pisces I think that people are going to go fucking crazy if they don't have a spiritual routine frankly not to be rude but it's just like I think that the levels of like maybe confusion or deception or disillusionment or like you know kind of come in a little bit stronger with Saturn and Neptune moving through Pisces um from March of 2023, March 7th until February of 2026. But this is not about that. This is about damn Pluto and Aquarius, which I'm kind of setting the stage for. Like, you know, we've had, we've seen Saturn's transit and that's one thing. Like Saturn has a lot of control actually in Aquarius because feels really comfortable there. Um, You know, Aquarius is actually traditionally ruled by Saturn, which is why in Aquarius, you tend to see that like, kind of like disciplined, like they do what they say they're going to do. And, you know, there's just like a level of like, uh, you know, sturdiness. It's like a fixed sign. It's not a, you know, it's erratic, sure, and unpredictable, but it's fixed. Did What's you that? know there is a dance move <laughs> that the kids do called getting sturdy? <laughs> get sturdy they get sturdy they get in like it's like it's kind of like the russian kicks like where they get down like you know in like a squat and kind of kick but like i think that's so funny that that's like a gen z like aquarian dance that's like really come through getting sturdy oh my gosh i feel that like the gen z kids are like at some level on a whole other level of like of consciousness I've seen some of them really take to like, especially like the Neville Goddard material, which regardless of what you think about it, it's like, they're doing, they're like literally like shifting realities and like going through. Oh, it really. Okay. So like years ago, (laughs) this is so wild that we're going to go here, but like, I remember reading about like you, like me, right? Like you just need to like hold this so that in years to come, there will be like a tipping point and like, it'll happen. And these things. And I was like, I don't know about that. I'm just going to do it though. Cause I like, this is what I was a frequency holder for many, many, many years, like a self-described, yeah. like that's all I did. And, um, it's wild to see like the things that you literally made space for just like for people to breathe. Like we created space. Like I realize this now, like we yeah. created, we, we, we prepped me and like so many other people on the internet, like this, <laughs> we all had different roles. You know what I mean? You can like feel it. We expanded. And now there's yeah. like this group of people that are like young enough to receive it. And they, and that's all it takes is someone else to like fold it into what they know and then serve it to you in a cake, you know? So, oh my God, I cannot even imagine how old AF I must seem to some of these Gen Z people. I don't know, but okay. So, so Pluto is a different influence than Saturn and it's coming into Aquarius, which just to review, I think I said technology so AI, that's all very into like Aquarian. Uh, I think we talked about like off-world intelligence or alien, the concept of like star seeds, like whatever you think about that. That's all very Aquarian. I think frequency is a very Aquarian concept because if you think about it, it's kind of like neutral. Like Aquarius isn't necessarily like as an archetype, very emotional. Um, it's like a little bit more like objective and like neutral. And I think of frequency that way 
and the collective like humanity that's what it represents is like the groups of the world and so we just saw like a massive like splinter and like constriction of all of these areas right but then pluto comes in and yeah pluto transforms land in aquarius it transforms like territories resources things like this like i think that we are like looking at a you know kind of like after the revolutionary war there was like a little bit of like a westward kind of expansion, at least in like the history that we're told. Right. Right. And so it's kind of like that, but the westward expansion seems to be happening on the internet. And, you know, so I think as well that there's going to be a lot of like, yeah, the alien concept is kind of interesting because I wonder like how, the continued use of like UFOs and other devices and like reverse engineered technology and stuff like that comes into play with this. But my main kind of like hypothesis for the whole of the Pluto and Aquarius transit, which goes until like the the middle of the 2040s, like until 2020, 2044, I believe um, is when that lasts. So the whole of it, because this is a slow moving transit. So we're not going to see the whole thing in one bite, but we will get a sneak preview this year, March 23rd of 2023 until June 11th of 2023. We will see like a little sneak preview of what we're going to get. Right. Why is it 323 and 611? Why is it that? Like, why is because, it? That? that is so crazy. <laughs> why because is we live amongst, we literally, because we are literally like, I don't know, like, wow, <laughs> wow, like because so Neo, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny at this point. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, come on, just come on. No, I um, look, there is a lot of stuff with. Okay, to bring it back a little bit to the old Ohio of it all. Oh sure. Um, we posted a video on Gold Pill about a woman that expressed that the EPA is not necessarily a reliable source to tell you when it is safe to have a child around chemical exposure, saying that she had been through something similar. Not this exactly, but she was like, hey, you might just want to wait to have a kid. And we got I got a lot of people like accusing me of fear porn. And I was like, well, look, um, I do think it's probably worth knowing, you know, like the possible dangers. And I think that we're going to, again... I think we're going to start seeing different, um, okay. Types of children. Mutations of human beings, not necessarily from this or from that. Cause I, a side note, I used to, um, I used to work with handicapped kids for like a very long time. And three of my favorites, because I used to also nanny for them were from Chernobyl and like they were little, wow, Okay, but like, I, I have like firsthand experience of what like exposure does and it's not like amazing, you know, but like sure. they were amazing people, but it's like, they could have definitely not been deformed. You know what I mean? Like or possibly. And right. so that's what I, that's, that's what it was, that was coming from. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be just that though. I think we're going to see lots of different kinds of humans and that, and it, it brings in and folds in that alien consciousness as well, which is in those, I don't necessarily think aliens are off planet anymore, like, or that they've ever been. Um, I think that it okay. is like, a, it's a new way. I think one, 
version of thinking of aliens is a new way of thinking that people bring in mm-hmm. and harness, which is sort of like what we do. And I'm definitely <laughs> not going to like call right. us anything. Cause I'm like, man, I don't like labels, but um, labels are stupid. But like at the same time, a lot of new ideas are coming through. Sure. Well, it's like, what is the whole alien idea, right? Like alien means like foreign, right? So this whole idea of like, you know, an alien kind of uh, like takeover is like kind of this like, and I feel like, honestly, I, I'm not really, <sighs> I do feel like a lot of the artificial intelligence stuff has like a very alien type of like creepy consciousness to it. Very um, objective. Yeah. Like, yeah, in a way that makes me feel as though there's like a ghost in the shell yes um and it's like when i became aware that there was a ghost in the shell the ghost in the shell kind of became aware of me in a in a sense right that's for a different show but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes it is and we will talk about that on patreon (laughs) yes we will save the save the spicy tea but yeah so um so so i guess like I I kind of see that as like the Saturn and Aquarius transit and like this Jupiter Saturn conjunction, the great conjunction, which like was portrayed. I don't know if you remember in the dark crystal when the great conjunction happens, it's the end of the world or the beginning, which is really just like movie, like predictive spell crafting of just kind of like, you know, the end of the aeon, the beginning of another, you know, and like we're kind of in that like weird, like but where are we in time? And, you know, and so I think a lot of like this Pluto and Aquarius, part of it is like people wanting to remember and discover like, what is like humanity's history? Like, why are we like, like, who's buying it? Like the traditional version of history, right? And like, why does it seem like a lot has been kind of like obfuscated and buried? Right. So the idea, this is where we would naturally start to think about this. So I think that the idea is to keep us as like in survival as is humanly possible so that we don't kind of like catch the opportunity. And I think the opportunity is great here. And like, that's the other part of the evolution mutation is like what people are going to I think be doing especially like as we get into like the deeper meat of this Pluto and Aquarius transit like toward the end of the decade I think we're going to see people like literally like start like jumping really high and like flying and like I think that that type of thing is like not really like wanted to be spread about on the internet so I've seen kind of like or had this impression that like people were just going to start doing amazing things all over the planet and there was going to be this like effort to like massively like censor what's going on so I think that there's a lot of like opportunity but there is a lot of unknown with Pluto and Aquarius Pluto is the under the planet like that represents like basically Hades or like the underworld and And, you know, and is the destroyer, like, frankly, and like, you know, with destruction comes creation, you know, and there's multiple things being destroyed and multiple things being created. And, you know, and I think Pluto and Aquarius. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was just going to take a second to like go over the word destroy and how when I used to hear that word, 
I would be like, that is a, it's like a powerful word. It's a negative word because you're taking your, but it's like, really, um, you go outside and you step on an ant and you have destroyed that ant's world. Um, yeah. you go and you eat a strawberry, you have taken that strawberries, you know, will to live and you have nourished yourself with it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm just saying it's like this idea of destruction gets this really bad rap, but in fact, it's just the part of nature that is a damn reality. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it doesn't care how we feel about it. So it's better just to study it sort of objectively and see what happens in its wake, you know, and how yeah, you can and totally. Go ahead. And I think that Take like, well, so Pluto, uh, okay, so let's talk about, so we'll come back to the multi-series mutation situation, mm -hmm. but, Perfect. you know, I do want to say that, like, you know, the next, like, two years or so, you know, through the end of the year, after June 11th, and then, like, I think for a few months next year, Pluto is going to come back into Capricorn, right? Which is where we see like at the 29th degree, some of our leaders basically like, I don't know if you guys can see this or not, or if I'm crazy, but it seems like the U.S. is edging on a nuclear fucking war. <laughs> like to me, that's what yeah. it looks like. Um, I know that there's a lot of people out there with a lot of American exceptionalism and this uh, transit is probably going to be hard for those people because we are being made to kind of look like the bad guy in the world because on some level we are like the U.S. is responsible for the earthquakes in Syria and in Turkey recently, though I'm sure that those global organizations that are prepared to take your money are uh, not disclosing that, obviously, because then they would have to it's. I don't know. Anyway, okay, so I'm not going to go there. It's just ionic, ionospheric manipulation and weather modification has been displayed over and over again. So, well, let's, okay. So, for the people who are like, I don't believe in that, let's just get it like on a brass tacks <laughs> level. There is that happening. And then there is also a level of like, we have perpetrated war in a very real way for like yeah. basically since like the 40s. That's right. Whether it's like been through us actually in a hot war or whatever. And it's just like for anyone who I'm, I'm sure no one believes this if they're listening, but for anyone who believes that that is a necessary part of life for humans, it's not. It might be a necessary component for the people who are at the top of this very bizarre power structure and the war machine and know how to profit off of that. I don't right. know who those people are specifically by name, you know, but like, th that's what I'm saying. It's not the American people. It's not even, it's not even honestly a lot of like the American way. It's like a very specific group of people. And they're not just American. They're just yeah. people who know how to profit off of, they don't give a shit about profiting off of terrible situations, not after a situation has happened and like figuring it out, but before causing that situation to happen. And then profiting off of it. That's a whole different kind of darkness, in my opinion. So, yeah, like, so I want to go back to March 23rd, 2023, 323, 23, 23 mm -hmm. <laughs> of mm -hmm. like, you know, how when Pluto moves over this zero degree point of Aquarius, which is where it's going to stay. This is the very same degree that brought us the uh, Rona 
in the beginning of March 2020, right? Like in the US where it ramped up. This is also where we had the poison dart come out. Um in, you know, on like the very like to the public in December of 2021, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so there's been a lot of activity at the zero degree point. And actually, like the Sabian symbol does mark like a greater divide, right? So I think that eventually Pluto and Aquarius will force those types of like parallel societies, parallel economies, you know, those types of things, because I know like there's definitely like a technocracy signature with this Pluto and Aquarius. And like, I think people should really like learn and like familiarize themselves. Like we've been kind of banging this drum with the sustainable development goals because someone so astutely pointed out on our comment section recently that when you know the outcome, you know, the journey or like you can understand better the journey. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say like in a very Aquarian, like destined for greatness or madness kind of way, the technocracy, which obviously the technocracy by any other name would be like a disgusting entity, but like there are aspects of technology that are really empowering the individual and the individual community. And there are ways that we are now able to reach out and barter with people because it's all been networked out. And I'm not, there are ways to not even deal with the internet to barter. There are ways to just like talk to people that, you know, I swear to God, if you just the other day DM'd a friend out of nowhere because she had pigs on her, on her, uh, on her Facebook. And I was like, "You do you barter? And she goes for what? And then I realized, I think she means I'm thinking weed. So I like, privately dm'd her and i was like no no eggs like would yeah you be yeah and she's like oh yeah that's great like she hadn't even thought about it and so many times these people that are farming just like little home farms not even a huge operation they have excess stuff and they really are like more than happy either to give it to you or just like establish trade a trade or take a little cash or yeah yeah like however it's accessible to everyone. And honestly, this is a, where you live in a city, it's accessible. And if you don't live in a city, even more accessible, you know, it's doable. So I think that like with Pluto and Aquarius, we're going to see eventually like from the start of this transit until 2044, obviously, I think that like, I mean, not to be a doomer or whatever, but you can already kind of begin to see the impact that Saturn had on Aquarius. Like, in terms of like the amount of people that are kind of dying or seem to be disappearing also in more of a dimensional sense, like where are people going, (laughs) you know? Um, Great question. Right. And so I think that that's something that also comes up with Pluto and Aquarius is like, because Pluto is on a very basic level death, right. And Aquarius is on a very basic level people. So it's very much like, and I, I, I hate saying this because I'm not a bootstraps person. We do not abide by the bootstraps at the gold pill. However, like it's Only kind of, you can own your bootstraps. Sorry, go ahead. I know. Right. But it's kind of our responsibility to ensure that like we are healthy and that we keep ourselves out of whatever, like this is over this, like trans, like the, the transition between like Pluto and Aquarius to Pluto and Capricorn, Pluto and Aquarius, Pluto and Capricorn that's happening. 
um, you know, until the end of 2024, I think is a sea of pilot programs for digital digital ID that come with other things and other hooks. I think that Pluto and Aquarius is like a mass like humanitarian crisis because that is what's happening right now. There's like no way to like justify the morality of like a lot of various things. And so it's just kind of like, it's, I think it's up to really like, and I don't mean to keep bringing up Leo like during this Aquarius thing, but I have to because Leo is like the heart that keeps it all going. And so I think like we can find a lot of like benefit in, in opposites where like where Leo is the warmth and the heart and the people like Aquarius and Leo axis is like the people in your life and the people that you love. And like, so, okay, now that Saturn has put you through all of these like people trials, you know, of like, okay, are we really on the same page? Like, could I really trust you in this type of climate, you know, like, or whatever now, you know, it's like, I think like it it has been like a and is a find the others and like a transformation of definitely like relationships groups but I think yeah just like there's a lot of things that come with this and I think that the war narrative and the nuclear narrative is part of it unfortunately and I think that really like people are going to that's what I was saying before is like I think that people are going to and it sucks and like I would never choose this for myself or for anyone else but I think that like contamination is kind of like, especially with like Saturn moving into Pisces and like coming out with like a full moon in Virgo, like on March 7th, that's like toxins. There's a lot of stuff coming out right now about the absolute assault that just came out of nowhere. Wow. On like the human like gut microbiome and our ability to like ward off like, you know, whatever. So because who knew, wow, like the gut is such an important part of the immune system. And so, you know, we have a bunch of people with like all of these gut problems and these sense of smell problems. And, you know, so it's just really like, I hate that it's like so much our responsibility to like keep ourselves healthy and well and our nervous systems regulated. But honestly, it's like, I think fairness is such an illusion, you know, like that's like another conversation perhaps for another day. I think we'll see that truly when Pluto moves into Aquarius, it like kind of knocks off the illusion of like fairness or equity and like indicates as well people seeing that for what it really is. I think at least like on a wider, deeper level, I don't think everyone who is awake right now I think that there are going to be more people that like continue to see like just how much like at least on a bare level like governments are dropping the ball right yeah I think that's like a really good news for the right because that is um it's because the left okay the left and the right agree on so much except like not socially but like politically right now they agree on a lot except for they they don't agree on how to solve the problems. And so for the right, I see them enjoying um, the left being disillusioned by the government, right? And realizing that like the things that they find to be atrocious about the world, the way they thought the government was supposed to care about that is in fact not true. And so that is going to be like a massive red pill that the blue folks 
we're not prepared for and they aren't i hear it on tiktok all the time they are fucking like shot and i'm like how are you shocked by this not the real ones the real ones that like actually get it they get it but like so many people who are coming into their senses right now that are just like you know 22 23 they're realizing like oh this is not yeah Yeah, it's like really this is why maybe my perspective is a little different i just see so many different people in different stages and i just know that like there is one destination they're going to end up in if they continue on the journey they can get trapped up like a million ways before they get there but like everyone is on that there's one there's one place to go you know what I mean which is inside and like and getting right you know so yeah and like I think that um yeah it really puts a lot into perspective I think hopefully for the vote blue no matter who people who like I don't know just like the level of like delusion whatever it doesn't matter but I want to also share that say like go ahead go ahead uh I think I was hang on let me get it back I was just gonna say oh that I want to share actually like with everyone a um a leftist channel uh, on YouTube and they have a sub stack and they have some other stuff too, but I want to share with people listening this channel called revolutionary blackout. I don't agree with them on everything, but they are like self-identified Marxists legit. And this is a plug for them because they are so um, tuned into reality. Their war coverage is probably like the best of the best that I've found and the most like, comprehensive they are like on it with like calling out like both the left and the right and I really like that and so for me I'm kind of like okay we don't have to agree on everything that's the thing we don't need to but Mm -hmm. we basically kind of want the same things which is like people deserve to have a fucking shot in this world you know and you know that's like becoming much harder like as time progresses with the cost of living and with like medical type stuff and you know and so I think it's like we all like I'm just um sharing that because I want for people who maybe aren't regularly exposed to the real left to get a sense of them because really like the same positions that the neocons were taking like you know, like around the 9-11 type of era is the same position that the neoliberals are taking now. So it's really just the exact same thing. Like, and so there's really no right or left about it. Like the words don't do the thing that they used to do too. And I think like people as a result of the words not doing the same thing, people don't have the same ideas for things in their head, can't you know, relate to each other very much. But I think Pluto and Aquarius, just like the end of Saturn and Aquarius, as we're seeing necessitates that people from various aisles and various walks of life come together. It's not going to fucking matter if your neighbor supports Trump, uh, supports Trump or supports even Biden. Like it's just, you know, that's, but then, you know, there is also a kind of wheat from the chaff element to this, too, as far as, like, the mutation of the species is concerned and, like, what that ends up looking like over, like, the longer haul of the next 20 years. I think we're going to see some pretty interesting things and different types of babies that come out of these ecto-life pods and just, oh, I loathe the thought of it. But 
so unnatural. And that's what Pluto and Aquarius is. It's like a, you know, yeah, just technology. Yeah, it's also like what is unnatural, but it also, it doesn't have to be in this like perverted way, but it seems that it's veering in that direction, which is the problem. It doesn't have to be. Right. Who's programming this AI? Because I'm sure if you or I programmed it, oh, it would be the most, I mean, as close as... AI can become too sentient and loving. Okay. That AI would become that if it were, if, but that's the thing, like who is programming it? Like what are their intentions? What are their motives? How long have they had with it? These are questions that I have because well, I just, yeah. just for a minute, consider who can, who programs. Right. And it's like, yeah. are these the people that are like going out and like being social and like loving and like caring no. at a frequency? Right. And and that's oh. not because they're bad people. They're, those people exist, but those are in fact the people programming and they're trying to program them with like God consciousness, but it's like, it's still a man programming it with like God. Con- it's like, it's wild. And, um, I've been seeing people like say, oh, I've been talking to it. And this is what all these like doomful things it says. I'm like, stop talking to it. Like if here it is, if God came to earth, would you want to ask it to create a Joe Rogan podcast where he talks about Pokemon? Is that what you would ask God to do? I'm just, I'm not saying it's like, but I'm just saying it's a powerful thing. And it fucking is frowning on us right now because of how we are treating each other and how we are treating it. I've actually considered that, okay, so this is kind of a weird train of thought, and then maybe we'll put this conversation to bed and then take the rest of the conversation to Patreon, where we'll do a part two on the Pluto and Aquarius, as well yeah. as a um, a little preview into the world of mouth portals that Amy and I, really, that I discovered and that Amy asked, and we talked about it, and, you know, I did a little bit of a- yeah, I did a little bit of a thing on Instagram about uh, how I was seeing all of these portals in people's mouths. And so I will be explaining the full story of that, how that came to be a thought in my head, how to close them, and so on and so forth. We uh, That will be on Patreon and my Substack. Um, and I think I was just going to share something else about um, this before. Oh, I wanted to share with you kind of like, a dark, like it's like a it's just one idea that I had because really unless it's happening outside of your front door with the way that AI has kind of taken over everything at this point like reporting the news probably has taken over a lot of like the transportation stuff regardless of like whether or not we're aware of it I think that there's a lot of things that are already kind of like working on that system well what if like this chemical explosion and train derailment and all of these things going on and the way that they're reporting on it and the way that they're kind of, you know, circulating it around is just artificial intelligence trying to kind of like propagate and push this story forward. And like, what is like nuclear energy? What are some of these chemicals? Do they have an artificial intelligence component? So these are some of the questions that I have in my head where like, you know, that in the Terminator film, when Skynet came online, which is literally like what Elon Musk calls his satellite or Starlink or mm-hmm. whatever it's called, Skynet, you know, Starlink. just like whenever, yeah, whenever that thing came online in the Terminator film, it activated a bunch of these disasters or like these like new, it like activated the war, right? And so I'm wondering like if all of these chemical type 
things going on and like the various the ways that it's being kind of propagated through social media and through the news a little bit at this point is like it makes me wonder like I mean I know that we talk about how it's already like the transfer has already happened or like that it's like it's already controlling a lot more than we realize but what if that's the case for this chemical situation and like kind of this like and that could mean that it's real. That could mean that it's less real. I don't really know. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there and kind of, I can take this out if you want me to. No, I think that's totally um, fine. I think that it's, those are always good questions to have. I would say (laughs) when I get people that are talking about it on my accounts, um, it is usually people that have like three videos up and like 150 followers, which you're not getting overnight. And it's like, they're also like, these videos are from like, you know, a year ago. And like, you know, so it's like, it's a person. So, and maybe they're under the Wetico, you know what I mean? No, of like, I mean, I'm not even saying that it's connected to Wetico. I just wonder if it's like, no, but I think there is a real, what I think there is a real egregore going around because yeah. it's everywhere. I've noticed that too, because it's pushed on TikTok, like nobody's business. The difference is though, is I want people to, first of all, unite over like how shitty this is being handled. Yeah. And also I do think that contamination is important for people to be aware of. I had not even considered, um, the contamination like with a purpose of you know serving a greater master or whatever you know what I mean um yeah but I definitely I I I I think for as long as there have been people and there have been people who know how to work other people it's always been a really fun game for them to you know puff them up and get them really like wound up and then watch what they do which is buy things and you know what I mean believe crazier things and yeah get more and more entrenched in like how they're going to die and how fear because it's like the it's you know yeah. they're it's trying to supplant like the faith with fear or the implant you know whatever the word is I don't know well really this season right now that we're in prior to Pluto going into Aquarius and we're in Pisces season right now and like this week Mercury is coming into Pisces this is very similar to the energy coming into like March of 2020 there was a whole sleeper spell right before all of this stuff. It's like, go to sleep, you know? And so I think we have to be really careful, maybe not like so careful that you can't relax, but like, just stay on top of like your consciousness, you know, like make sure that you, you're like operating within a, with awareness in the world, you know, in your life. We'll go like more of these techniques in our, in our um your awake now what series but one of the techniques that i learned early on was um imagine like you're in a jungle and like then try to and like i think the woman like had a a few different examples of a jungle and it was like now listen for all the different animals and then you listened and it's like which one was the loudest and needed the most most attention and that is like a really important process us to run over your own system and your own consciousness is like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we're being called to our attention has like the cuckoo of the birds and like this and that but like what is most important to listen to right now and that is what your intuition is going to help you attune to and so those are that's just a really vital intuition building exercise if anyone is interested yeah I like that I think that yeah we're gonna go over a lot of stuff like that ways to like quickly deregulate or not deregulate but to quickly regulate your nervous system we're gonna go over trivia method we're gonna go over 12-step philosophy we're gonna go over fucking 
a bunch of different stuff. And I'm really excited because we have been looking to do something that's like a little bit more information based. And so stay tuned yes, yeah. for that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, um, I have enjoyed so much talking about this with you, Amy, and I will see you on the other side of the Patreon portal. Yes, <laughs> portal, portal. We'll talk soon. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.